0: Elaine, you with me. He <laughs> you said you're gonna point at me. <laughs> do, 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 do. Right, let's leave it there. We've got it. A song done.
1: Okay, constantly varied. We have no uh, tracks on the front and back end of the shows this week. You might have noticed James is away, so we just got the two girls to sing it. Amazing work, well done.
0: Hello, <laughs> hi guys. So sorry, I'm here with, sorry for that. So
1: I'm here with Amy and Elaine, and we're back for episode twenty-two of Constantly Varied. Twenty-two hours of us waffling around, what? Unbelievable, unbelievable. Amazing work. So let's start where we normally start. Let's do a training check-in. Um, I know that we've had a big event last past weekend. It's been a, a big build-up to it, uh, months of planning, weeks of hard work in the kind of lead-up to it, and it can become disruptive. So I'm wondering, how did you? Elaine, manage your training around it? Uh,
0: so, well, I got in five days last week. That was my goal. Um, I've been on a bit of a consistency uh, buzz for the last few weeks. So I got in five days. I did RTP on Friday and my phone kept ringing uh, with different things from Darina and you. And I was delighted every time my phone rang. I was like, this is great. And I'd walk out of class. <laughs> 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 Poor Hannah, I'm sorry. Um, but it was an Imam style. That was very tough, Jamie. The push-ups into the bear crawl. Into the reverse paracrawl. crawl, oh, I really struggled with that one. Yeah, um, it was a,
1: that's a tough one. Everyone said it was really tough, right? And
0: it was at the end of a very tough week. Um, the heavy back squats, my legs were were fried last week. Yeah, it's it almost
1: like, like we're trying to get really fit. It's, it's madness. I don't like it. know. It's
0: as if you're trying to make us better or something.
1: It sounds like you're on a bit of a training run.
0: I am 100 percent a, a consistency run, and I do. Um, I. Will or tp at least one session a week, um, and it's generally that Friday session when I'm absolu- absolutely wrecked after. Uh, but yeah, I've noticed the difference. That's four weeks in a row now, five days. Oh I Lord. also then went for. Dear,
1: hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me let me give you a shout out here. This is unbelievable. So for anyone who's at the event on Saturday, it's an intense day, right? Yeah. We were on our feet all day. I know people have been reporting your steps to me all week. This week, I got thirty thousand steps on Saturday everyone was wrecked i know uh elaine was amongst the busiest of all people every time i saw her she was doing that fake walk run around the place trying not to look like she's running um and then sunday she gets up and does a run she does she's got the dunley running club going on the sundays and training for a 10k is coming up right
0: yes we have a 10k the and 10k is coming up in seven weeks time so how
1: did you manage to get yourself up for that terrible. run
0: it <sighs> was it wasn't great i would call it a trot or a plod to be honest with you but i did four and a half kilometers it was my second run this year can i say right my <laughs> second run this year the day after filthy uh but we had committed to it i'd spoken to the the crew and it's something we're doing we're focusing on running for the next uh seven sundays so it had to be done I just had to tick the box, and it was literally a tick the box. I didn't look at my pace; I wasn't that focused on distance. It was just trying to to get moving. So, yeah, thank you.
1: But but there you go, like another week in a row. So next Sunday, exactly. then you know you have three in a row done.
0: Exactly,
2: Amazing. and that's that's the goal. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'm so, I was seriously impressed when I saw it. Well done, Amy. Tell us how is training going.
2: Um, training's going pretty well at the moment. I didn't have too much disruption leading up to the filthy because um my job didn't really kick in until like the day of the filthy. I wasn't involved in too much of the planning. Um so I've been still getting in for probably like five sessions a week and hitting each session pretty hard. So I think my training's going well.
1: Yeah, you're flying at the moment, right?
2: Yeah, I'm really happy with training. Like I feel like I'm getting um really, really strong. I feel fit, I feel like my gymnastics is improving, so I'm feeling it's getting better in all areas
1: happy days all good news all around apart from me now i'm going to bring the tone down now for a second so uh, as i said a couple of weeks ago back flared up pretty bad and the lead of the filthy it was uh pretty sore um lots of drugs lots of uh hobbling around the place uh, so my training got all the way disrupted i haven't done a training session over two weeks but um events over miraculously my back feels a little bit better up to last night i did twinge last night again a little bit so i'm a bit sore again today but i'm hoping like the goal this week is to get back to class by the end of the week if i do that i'll be over the moon so uh fingers crossed on that front
2: have you tried doing a few like cat cows or something oh right <laughs> like try stretching a bit or something. right okay yeah, I must try that out. thanks
1: yeah. amy i haven't i hadn't considered doing anybody there you i appreciate it okay um so let's look ahead then we've got some programming coming up for the next seven days just to zoom out for a second we are like five weeks into this quarter already so we're after building up a head of steam on what we're focusing on we still have another eight weeks to go, so lots of time to go and make some progress in the different areas. Uh, so um, with that in mind, uh wonder how you feel like you're going this quarter. I know you're obviously your consistency is good, but we think about what we're training for. We're trying to get a lot of strength in the lower body, a lot of power. We should see that in the clean one at max. We're also trying to build that uh, shoulder endurance. We see it in Fran and we're definitely gonna see it in the, the wall walks for 21.1 repeat. And then we're trying to build that that really grinding, uh, long workout ability where we can, a ton of reps to get through a ton of work and we just have to keep working. And then there's Fran looming large in the background. We know that intensity is there. So lots for us to dig into. How is it going for you so far in, like, in relation to those, do you think? And what workout are you looking forward to in the next seven days?
0: Uh, definitely notice a difference in. Uh, I, I do love a grind workout. I'm not a fan of sprint workouts at all. I love a long grind, and I, I've been enjoying that. We've had more of them in the last few weeks. Um, my gymnastics. I won't say it's getting much better but I'm showing up and I'm trying to focus on um creating more tension in my kip that's where I so it's it the pull-ups more than yeah, the wall box the yeah it's they they just fall apart because I'm not focused I'm just so focused on getting through the thing and surviving rather than my position so um, I'm trying to pare back reps and do them better rather than try you know bash out singles uh, for so so how did possible. the
1: the 963 Go i
0: cut it down to six four three nice yeah. and it was nice and i i it meant i could keep the intensity and keep moving and i'd get a big set done and then um then they did turn to singles like the last those three,
1: those small sets of pull-ups really were ch- got challenging for everybody oh right? it was so tough so yeah, yeah. so
0: tough and so deceptively tough Um, but the wall walks definitely feeling shoulders are feeling stronger, which is amazing. But I am still pretending that double unders don't exist, and it's not good. (laughs) I even got another new rope. So, um, one of the lads, Donald, got me another replacement rope for my because I am just always blaming the rope. So (laughs) there is no excuse. Ten minutes a day, and I uh, open gym on Tuesdays, Thursdays. My crew are staying back doing ten minutes of double unders double under practice so I, I need to get people just need to shame me into getting that <laughs> going. Um, but with all of that in mind I am looking forward to Saturday's workout um, which is a Metcon eight rounds um, of every three minutes three heavy deadlift singles beautiful into three wall walks for time um, and then your score is your fastest set of wall walks what I love about this is I obviously love a heavy day um, it's my pull from the ground that I'm working on in my clean as well as it gets heavier I lose a bit of confidence and um, so the deadlift will definitely help that and three wall walks is a number that I'm confident in yes it will get tough I know it's going to get tough but it's not so scary that I'll be losing before I start. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And if I can stay fast on my three wall walks and try for that touch and go that we worked on a few weeks ago, that would be a huge win for me. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. It looks
1: like a fun combination, doesn't yeah. it? Like the every three minutes thing. I think we'll probably get the deadlifts done in the first 30 seconds or so. Yeah. And then you'll have time to go into your wall walks quickly, probably another 30 seconds, and then having something close to a minute and a half, two minutes off. Yeah. So uh, I think it'll be a fun session, but nice big challenge. I know, Amy, you were saying that uh, you were good at that. It. it was on a Saturday. 'Cause you won't actually get to do it this Is week. This
2: the del- yeah, the com- yeah. You always put the nice workouts on a Saturday and then the comp crew don't get to do it. Yeah, I do that. Some of them are mad though and do the class after the comp class. And insane. I'm like, no, I need to go home for a nap.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's insane. So so tell us, um how are you getting on? And so far we're about five weeks in.
2: Um, so I'm kind of the same. You had said that you didn't like the sprint workouts, so was it? Like, yeah. So we're doing a lot more sprinty kind of workouts, like intervals um and my pace is like really really slow and smooth and controlled for most workouts so i'm trying to dive into the deep end with the sprint workouts go a little bit faster because i know i'll need that intensity for fran Um, so i feel like i'm getting a bit better at them and then when was the last time you did fran uh oh i only checked this yesterday it was 2019 i think oh wow um so it was a few years ago i've done it twice here um and i was talking to jose and i was like I was looking at my time and I had a different time in my head and I was like, oh, I'm definitely gonna like half this time, this time. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, that was actually pretty quick, quick. quick. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like ideally for me to get a better front time, I kind of have to go unbroken, I think. Yeah, Because I've said it on the podcast now, I kind of have to do it. Um, so I'm not too worried about the trusters being unbroken, but the pull-ups, the pull-ups just feel awful at the moment. Right. Because I, cause well, I always do chest bars yeah. and then I do pull-ups and hoses like, you're too slow. Like when I was doing them yesterday. So I have to try and speed my pull-ups up rather than scaling up the chest to chest-to-bars for every workout. So that's kind of...
1: It's kind of cool development area, isn't it? Because yeah. it, it feels like a regression in some ways. I'm trying to go back a step yeah. to speed them up. But if it's challenging at all, like it's making mm-hmm. you better. So th- the speed of it is... Uh, I'd say you're one of the unique people here who prefer chest-to-bar yeah. and need to go back to the pull-up and make them sharper.
2: But it's probably because they're a slower movement. And yeah. I like the slow pace um and then for the wall walks so like i really just don't want my shoulders to fail on that day so every time there's like any sort of shoulder work i'm trying to go a little bit heavier on the barbell like today with the push press i'm gonna go a little bit heavier and um, anytime there's push ups or hands walks or anything i'm really trying to like push the shoulders there so that they they have that endurance for the wall walks
1: here listen i want to ask you about this workout because every week myself and james are on this podcast we probably bring you up with, this, with workout. this workout yeah this is my workout this is your workout yeah <laughs> so uh back in 2021 20, when yeah. this came out you did this workout in the open yeah and you performed really well in it, right you were yeah. like, you finished pretty high up in the in the leaderboards yeah. so do you remember what like where it was It the double unders or wall walks that got difficult for you
2: um it was probably in the bigger sets of the wall walks Um, i started taking longer rests than i needed Uh, I think back when I did it I did all the double unders unbroken up to like the set of 150 but see when we're doing workouts in the gym now and say there's 40 double unders in the workout and I start breaking them I'm like no this isn't good enough I need to keep these unbroken if I want to beat my score for the next time and same way whenever there's wall walks I need to be moving really fast because I'd like to beat my score from last time and I was really close to finishing it that year so yeah and very few people it. in the world finished mm. it. like it
1: was a small percentage yeah. of the so to finish it would be something yeah. amazing so it's it's a tall order so you're going to work on the shoulder endurance to make sure that yeah. the, you have a bit more i think i'm just
2: i'm announcing like a really scary goal for each of these <laughs> workouts i'm like i want an unbroken brand, <laughs> i want to finish twenty one by one. um so yeah so i need to work on my double unders always being like as unbroken as possible so i build up the endurance there as well um and then on the clean like, I want to lift something really heavy on the clean, obviously. um, And I do feel like every week that we do cleans, I feel like my legs are getting stronger. Uh, my timing's getting better. Like, I'm finding a better bounce at the bottom. Um, yeah, because you,
1: when you hit your timing right.
2: Oh, it's so much easier when I hit the timing right. Like, if I catch it slightly wrong and I get stuck down there, like, I'm never coming back from it. Like, I just don't have the legs for it. Like, I need to catch it, bounce and stand up straight away. Um, so, yeah, so we have cleans now on Tuesday.
1: So, so go on, tell people what your 100 Max Squat Clean is.
2: 86 86 like i'd love God. to squat clean 90 on yeah, the day that would be insane and yeah no that like i'd be really happy with that but uh yeah we've tu- we've cleans on tuesday now so we have uh practice and strength so we're gonna practice and build for 12 minutes of one hang squat clean one front squat one hang squat clean and then we have five heavy singles with a hang clean then as well after that so um i'm gonna try go like as heavy as possible from the start just to get that strength out of the legs.
1: So uh, Elaine mentioned earlier, she's working on the pull from the floor. Mm-hmm. Is there a component of the clean that you know that if that gets better or is a bit of everything?
2: Um, it's probably a bit of everything, but I think most importantly for me is the extension because I'm good at sitting really fast under the bar. And sometimes if I don't get my full extension and I still sit really fast under the bar, that's why I get stuck down there because I'm down there and it's just crashed on me. So if I extend properly, I'll get better time and, and I should be able to stand it up easy enough.
1: Deadly. very good. Yeah, so on on Tuesday we've got these five singles, heavy singles, before we've got that complex. Yeah. So the goal is to get heavy into the complex so that when you drop off the front squat and the other rep, that you can hit five really heavy things up in the 80s m- more than likely.
2: Yeah, I think the last time we did the heavy hand cleans we had like six singles, I think I finished with like one or two reps at 80 so if i did all five of these at 80 i'd know i'd be on the right track then. yeah happy days
1: okay very cool very cool stuff okay um so f- for me um w- my progress <laughs> this quarter has been like it's, it's run aground obviously so my next progress my, sorry my next goal is to probably just get fit again just get myself conditioned so um if i can get myself back into a workout this week it be great and then next week get into a few of them my big thing is get my cardiovascular endurance up so that i can train harder no matter what the workout is because you know your cardio is absolutely uh on the floor no matter what the workout is you can't get through the work because you're breathing so heavy so with that in mind i'm gonna look forward to sunday so sunday is a um, nice little test we have four rounds and each of them are for time little time trials and each time trial is a 200 meter ski, 200 meter run, 200 meter ski, and then a 100 meter farmer carry, which is a kind of a shorter farmer carry than you're used to, but we're going to be breathing hard when we get there. So for me, I like the look of the cardio element of this, the, the numbers, the distances are not too long. And then the farmer carry, I like, like just building that, that grip strength at the end of it while breathing heavy. It's simple, I know I can do it, and it's going to be one of those days where if I'm breathing hard all the way through, I'm laughing so that'll be a a nice uh, different day to the Saturday the heavy day on Saturday and the heavy day on Tuesday nice way to build some cardio so that's our program coming up Um, if you're um, if you've been training regularly and you're starting to look forward I think like we always talk about the training process here and game day is about putting together a performance you're proud of more than just hitting a number that doesn't start three or four weeks out from game day. It's like happening right now. So it's what are the pieces, the components that you need to put together for yourself that you'd be delighted on game day when you when you get to the test. Um, talk to your coach about it uh, and get some inputs, get some outside feedback, and then you can get focused on it. Okay, so let's talk events. Let's move on to our events. And we've just finished Filthy 150, another year. It's 10 years now. I can't believe it's 10 years. Um, so we said we would do a quick look back at it. Um, from my point of view, the thing couldn't have went much better. I was over the moon. Um, to be honest with you, I was only saying this to someone yesterday. I'm always constantly in fear in the weeks leading up and all the way through the day. So on my watch, I, like my, I'm watching my wristwatch all day, counting down the minutes till it's over. I don't get to enjoy it because yeah. i can just see opportunities for disasters because we've had plenty of years like let's be let's be honest that's what happens with these events you spend months trying to put it together then you show up into a big building and try and build four gyms essentially big team of people you have never met before and try and put something together like on the spot it takes quite a lot and there's always things you learn on the weekend and this year went off pretty much without a hitch there's a few little bits and pieces yeah and um, that there always will be but as the day went on i was walking around going what's gonna go wrong
0: yeah i saw you a few times actually look like you were enjoying yourself which was <laughs> quite nice
1: <laughs> yeah i had some good like I, I watched a few heats of workouts a few of the Bureau crew going through a few things some of the top athletes going through the workouts yeah. and you know when you're programming it you're trying to think is this the right stimulus is the right amount of work is the right time cap etc and you kind of have um a vision for it and then you have to see does it play out I was pretty happy overall I thought the programming was a lot of fun and I thought it was people got a a nice way into the workout everyone could find their way into a workout but then the top heats were still challenged so I think it was fun to watch it looked like it was fun and painful to do yeah and we all had a good day
0: which was your favourite or hardest workout sorry to programme sorry this is a random question no sorry so hardest one to programme yeah Was there anyone that you were going back and forward and back and forward? Is this right? Is that right?
1: Um, the sandbag one, probably. Yeah, just trying to get the numbers right on that one and the combinations.
0: People died. They just died with that heavy sandbag.
1: Yeah, and it's really hard to predict how people are going to take to it because a lot of people won't use that implement in their day-to-day training. And even if someone's strong, putting the load that way on one shoulder it just messes with your mechanics, and it's, it becomes really challenging. So that was that was tricky to figure out the numbers of, yeah. uh, and I did lots of different iterations of it. Then tested that one; was pretty happy with it, and I was delighted I had that one actually ended up on the day. Um, you kind of it's like the open in that there's a huge group of people doing the workouts, and you have to make sure that the person who's doing their first competition can have a swing at it while also the CrossFit Games athletes are challenged by it
0: as well yeah.
1: and everything in between so getting that spectrum in, in one workout is not easy so you kind of have to nail it every time so for instance the sled workout I had an inkling that this was going to be like the most fun one to watch the hardest one to do the most underestimated one on paper when everyone looks at it um and the time cap was the big thing like was anyone going to be able to get it done under 22 minutes last year on the big floor we had the kettlebells and it was the same thing I wanted to set a challenge that most people couldn't finish but that the top teams could just about and it kind of worked out both uh, both of those things worked out both years so I was delighted with that like, it looked like uh, hellish. It
0: was murder. Like, after the first athlete went, they'd be lying on the ground, legs in the air, doing, uh, smashing their quads. Like, it just yeah. looked so and I was, horrendous. Uh, wh-
1: what I had in my mind was, you do round one, and then you're like, oh, shit, for round two. That's, and that's how it kind of worked out. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, So, overall, yeah, I was over the moon. My favorite bit, what I did enjoy, and this was like, by a country mile, my favorite bit was the fact that it was just Bua everywhere and everyone I talked it was just people I knew people from the gyms people I worked with and I could just walk around it really did feel like a family oh, f- type a of a, family. A, an environment like it was just yeah. um everywhere you looked and just the, what everyone says about the filthy is the vibe is is friendly it's relaxed yet it's competitive and it's 100% the volunteer team that create that. It's the smiles on the faces, It's how they talk to people. The judges are the right amount of like drawing a line but not assholes about it. The, the athlete controller helping people find where they go. The registration people have a smile on their face. It's, it's all of those little touch points that people get. Takes some of the heat out of the room and sets the tone. So everybody who helped at the weekend, it's an intense day, I know. And everyone's wrecked after it but my god uh, the team created something special so i'm over the moon with that. that was my favorite bit of it so um amy yeah you you were head judge this year
2: yeah i loved my job at the filthy this year it was so fun <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i was born for this role <laughs> i think you were so i think fun. you were
1: i'm not gonna lie i was worried yeah yeah <laughs> so picking head judges is probably the most important job i have with the teams because there's the problem with judging is um you don't we don't have a a a huge number of experienced judges in ireland Mm -hmm. and we always have a certain amount of people sign up to volunteer and they end up judging and they're like fuck i don't know how to do this it's down to the head judge to keep them supported to also keep the standards good and then also to deal with all those angry athletes who get pissed off Mm -hmm. and throw tantrums and all those things i knew for a fact you could head judge the standards yeah and i was like man she's young to be doing this job (laughs) for the first time on this stage and you nailed it so well done absolutely nailed it so it was fun though was it
2: yeah it was so fun and the team of judges that i have they were all really really good and so they made it all so easy like everyone was so cooperative and helpful and so they made it all run really really smoothly which was great um, so but yeah. you were
1: you were non-stop moving right
2: yeah i was wrecked like people were coming up to me like two or three heats in and being like how many steps have you done and i was like my whoop doesn't count my steps <laughs> um so i don't know how many steps i done but i'd say i did about 50 laps for every heat and i was at each team for probably an equal amount of time and then like some of the judges were coming up to me after and saying like the teams were asking like what she what does she want like why is she coming over again <laughs> and i was like i just wanted to check everyone was right like so yeah no i loved it it was so fun
1: yeah it was good like it i
2: actually think i enjoyed that more than competing last year i was like i actually might do this again next year
1: oh cool <laughs> okay yeah very good and it, like w- i had some other members of the Bua team here saying hey is amy getting on and like within two weeks i was like amy's gonna be fine she's <laughs> giving a shit to people over there <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my favorite thing to do yeah
1: so it was it was great um elaine how would you get on
0: Um, I had an amazing day it was I was head of athlete flow registration and and like the general
1: the (laughs) general volunteer team that are doing a bit of everything everything yeah so So it was
0: kind of in between jobs like it was some people were like what is my job I'm like I don't actually fully know yet but I will have s-. and then I just asked them to do something or move something and all oh, the team were just amazed and there was no job that was too big or there was no job that was too small and it, it is those little things that I'm like oh I have to ask someone to move that box from there to there because I can't do it I don't have time to do it and just people were just the best and it was mostly Dunlear crew on the um
1: on your team on
0: my team but there was loads of other athletes or sorry um members from smithfield and it was great mix and they were just all absolutely amazing they all knew their roles or didn't know their roles but just would do absolutely anything that they were asked to do so it was amazing
1: and your role is kind of different than a lot of the other head of departments because you're not tied to a floor no, like you're not was, stuck you're around and you're just moving I right, was moving all day up and day. down the floor so I, was
0: che- I was at reception uh, to check that registration was going well and then I'd be going up to each of the different floors I actually didn't get to see Amy in action until the last workout so for whatever reason I never got to really that floor Um, and I was like Amy is on <laughs> one this is a, I, I was in awe when I saw you go round uh, but it meant yeah I got to see all of the different workouts and just check yeah. in with everybody and just say hello to everybody I think I, I said hello to everyone i saw everyone but i only had one conversation with anybody at, on saturday but it was amazing just to see everybody uh, okay. but yeah the team where and just to see people that i didn't ex- I w- that i didn't expect i was like oh, i'll put them there i'm not sure how they're going to get on and they just flourished like absolutely mm. loved the role and just took it on and yeah it was amazing and
1: do you know something the the actual com- the athletes the. Boa- competitive teams mm. did so well
0: they did didn't they
1: yeah and like let's be honest we don't we don't train like our training is not based around getting good for competitions it's not what this the center the bullseye is it should be a consequence of what we do but it's not the central thing and there's lots of gyms out there that are very focused on that like we used to be we used to be quite focused on getting ready for the sport and now what we're, f- we're focused on is getting ready for life Including performing on a sport field, no matter what it is, um, and to see the training carry over so well was brilliant. Those athletes went down and smashed it. Like uh, one of the teams got two top ten performances. Like that was pretty insane. Like I wasn't honestly, I wasn't expecting. Cause I know they're very fit people, yeah. But um, to go up against people who are who are focused on the sport all the time was amazing so different yeah
0: and, and they just moved so well that's what I really loved like the the mood very, quality yeah Oh, the like and I know we talk about that a lot but there was no no reps there was no like we know what uh, the standards are which then carried over which allowed you to just focus on moving and keep trying to get through the work but yeah that was my favorite thing about watching them
2: I know i was like judging the standards but i was also judging some of the movement quality as well like i just feel like our athletes just move a little bit better like i was i really wanted to straighten up everyone's feet or be like knees out knees out <laughs> all this oh yeah
1: you want to coach the movement yeah 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 yeah. yeah. now uh, i think overall we, you know a very successful year and really big success for Bua overall um you know i just can't thank everyone enough for all the help especially all the hard slog like some people showed up on the friday like We talked about Nadia. Showed up and she just showed up early. Worked all day Friday and then competed on the Saturday. It was unbelievable. Um, So, yeah, thanks for all the help, everybody. And um, well done to all the different teams who performed the roles and, uh, you know, on the floor so well. Um, Before we move on from events, we do have another event coming up. And we have Halloween coming up, right? Isn't that true?
0: So excited for this one.
1: I'm going to let you talk about this because... (laughs) you love Halloween and you love you love this type of thing and I, I know you and Julian brought brought ideas to the table for this so, yes so, so we do have something coming up so do you want to tell us about it
0: so we are having a big Halloween wad um in each of the five locations it is Monday the 30th uh, of October and it's a fancy dress um wad so we did this last year and now I will prep preface this by saying fancy dress is optional if you don't want to dress up that's absolutely fine however if you want to join in on the fun that would be amazing so get your best outfit ready um, and there will hopefully depend on numbers but be one big class in each of the five locations be a big partner wide very similar to last year uh, but we're having a competition so each location is going to put forward the best dressed um, best costume best costume And then we're going to put it on the Booah Collective Instagram page and we're all going to vote. And the winner gets one month free membership. Yeah. very Amazing. exciting um so last year i will say everyone in dunir dressed up and i was very proud of them and it was oh we had catherine dress dressed up as a dinosaur did i ever show you her <laughs> it, she was she was like 10 foot tall in this inflatable burpee or inflatable um dinosaur like outfit doing burpees. the t-rex thing doing burpees it was <laughs> hilarious um so just for the you know lols alone it's worth showing up so
1: this is the monday morning of the bank holiday right of the bank holiday, so we'll exactly. do we'll extend the class capacities up uh, wherever possible and we'll have a big group workout so yeah f- by all means come along for the group workout in your normal workout clothes no problem everybody welcome but then if you also love the whole dressing up side you should like swing for the fences on this
0: one I will say Catherine did a number of burpee, uh, burpees in this suit and then did have to take it off because it was very <laughs> impractical and she wasn't getting her workout done practicality is um, not the top of the list right no. <laughs> <laughs> dressed up as me last year so funny oh my god one of the lads dressed up as chris and a load of people dressed up as pa and a few people dressed up as you jamie as well the ball cap the ball cap is always the (laughs) easy one yeah
1: i'm just waiting for someone to go for it and actually shave their head that that'll be the one (laughs) Uh, no (laughs) okay so that's halloween It's coming up on monday october 30th okay so um let's move on we've got um our big topic of discussion this week is momentum so we've been talking among the team here about consistency and consistency is one of those words that you hear in the fitness world all the time as the number one thing and it's 100 percent true like consistency trumps intensity because if you just hammer at it all the time you'll get more results it's the hair and the tortoise effect so um Consistency is one of those words, so I was talking to, to the lads here about it, that can lose its impact. And really what you're trying to build with consistency is something that's much more interesting, which is momentum. And I think momentum in fitness is one of the most important things that we can get, because when we get it, we become unstoppable. And that's where the big leaps forward happen. So I'm wondering about how you guys think about it. and. Um, First of all, how do you go about building it?
0: Just do it. I'm one of those... uh, I know you say I don't talk to myself very nicely sometimes, but I just have to do it. I have to schedule um, in my workouts or schedule... Come up with a plan, and then you just have to stick to it. Um, And that five days per week thing is now like non-negotiable for me even if it means having to do a run on a Sunday to get it in um but the but every week it's getting easier because I'm not so far behind from the week before so in my training um it's just do it where I struggle with um momentum and consistency would be in my nutrition because I haven't come up with a plan yet I'm just Cooking here, there, and everywhere. So I need to gain some momentum in that aspect, because I know once I get one solid week under my belt, the next week it becomes easier. The third week becomes easier, and then yeah, and that's the momentum bit, right? Because
1: like we think about uh, a few weeks ago. We were on this podcast and your training wasn't going as consistently yeah. as it was. And now you're like, what do you say, four weeks in a row with yeah. the five days yeah. a week? And it's brilliant. And now it's, now it's almost second nature. That's what momentum looks like, right? Yeah. It just gets better and better and better. So getting over those first few weeks where we don't have momentum, is key. the inertia is the fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you're experiencing on the nutrition side, right?
0: Yeah, 100%. So that's my next the next target the next I've said it target. on the podcast Amy I've said it on the so, so
1: you're just like really hard you just draw a line for yourself and say that's it I'm going to plan it it's got to be five and that's it
0: because I know what to do I know I have all of the skills mm-hmm. I've done it before I know how good I can feel. I actually did get one good week where I ate so many vegetables. I actually felt a bit sick, to be honest with you. So I'm so full all the time of all of the veg. But um, I felt great. And my training was going is, is still going great. But I know that um, I, it, no, my nutrition is my next, to unlock my next level, it's, it's my nutrition 100%. Okay.
1: So Amy, what momentum for you? I'm wondering, my gut says that you're so consistent over such a long time with your training that yeah. that y- you don't even re- recognize your momentum, do you?
2: Yeah, like sometimes I'll go through a phase and I'll be like PB and everything. I'll be getting better at this, that and the other. And I'll be carrying great com- momentum and I'll really feel it. And then people kind of start saying to you like, oh, you're really on a roll at the moment. Um, and then when you kind of lose it, you feel a bit like it's like you're in a bit of a slump every day coming to the gyms, it's like it's hard to actually make yourself go. But um, as you said, I'm like really consistent with my training. Like it's second nature for me to just, I have to go to the gym. Like I'll put off other plans with people because I'm like, no, I have to train at this time. Or like, I won't go out drinking because I'm like, no, I have to train the next day kind of thing. Um, so the consistency for me is just second nature. But I actually think that's a really good point about the nutrition because I love chocolate. I eat it all the time. but And I find it really hard to not eat it. But I suppose if I was just did it consistently for a few days, it would be a lot easier then and it will become second nature the same way as the training. Yeah, Um, It's getting over that hump, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I find with for me, um, like my training is so up and down, but I do go through phases where I get really consistent and that's where I get my momentum and that's where it goes really well for me. And when I'm out of my momentum, when I've lost it, like right now I have to regain it. I'm at that spot right now where I'm at the bottom of the well and I have to climb my way back out. So my first thing will be, sort of like what you said, Elaine, I'm gonna set myself like a, as a minimum target each week. Let's get three as a minimum, and I know if the four, fourth and fifth one will be a bonus. So that would be for next week. I need to get some level of consistency, or else I will never get it. That has to be the thing. So um, once I do that, though, once I start getting them, I think there's two other things I add on top. The first one is, like I gotta bank the wins. Because when you're feeling low, like you said, Amy, yeah. the slump, you have to talk yourself you got to coach yourself forward a little bit and if you're living in the negativity it's so easy to like do a couple of days and then fall back out of it and then it kind of confirms that you're fucking not doing it so i gotta i gotta be like i got i got another one done i'm gonna talk about it i'm gonna be happy about it i'm gonna give myself a pat on the back so that i can cur- encourage myself to get that feeling again the next day or in two days time so bank the wins has got to be one Coach myself forward and then The other thing I use is I try and narrow my focus on a thing. I say, I'm going to actually work on this. So uh, that could be, I'm going to get my leg strength or my my hip mobility Mm -hmm. or my overhead position or something so that I can start seeing some progress in a very specific way. And over a few weeks, I know I can make a big impact on that. And that's where, for me, that can be the bit that's like, uh, look what I can do in a short amount of time. That gives me even more impetus to keep pushing forward because I think like consistency is a secret weapon that is the thing that trumps everything, and then the momentum you get from it is the thing you've gotta catch and go with and if you miss it, I think it it's one of those interesting things that not everyone knows when they have it like i've I've had that conversation recently with quite a few members who are on a roll and they're they're starting to nitpick at themselves about oh, I'm not getting this I still haven't got my double unders for instance yeah. that you just said and and I'm sitting there you're not zooming out and realizing how well you're going and how much momentum you have just ride the wave just keep pushing forward and if you keep showing up these things normally just look after themselves
0: and know? it is a wave. if you have this effect of you're on a high and then naturally you can't continue to hit PB, PB, PB. You might come down. So it's about riding the wave and recognizing. It's hard for you to recognize when you're on it, but having a coach or being in an environment that can try and remind you and help you with that, uh, I think is really important. We did a talk with the crew last week about um, hunger in Dunlear. Mm-hmm. And you can just feel the momentum from that discussion in classes every single day. Uh, so we spoke about it on the ski um, kettlebell day. That It was a workout where you have to be hungry And if, you, if you're if you chasing down a time Keep an eye on someone else That's you pushing them And it, just this ripple effect around the room And it's the same with um, That environment that we're in We're lucky We train with people every single day And if one person's on a high You can do one of two things It can make you feel terrible Or you can join in with that momentum Get on it, you know pick a target, set a goal and uh, ride that wave with them as well so that's what I really like about this we can all go up and down and peak and trough together and at different times as well
1: Yeah. So I think the big message here is if you are training consistently if you're showing up a regular amount of times per week you're already doing it, you're killing it and now you can start setting your sights on more performance, more performance because it is the secret weapon if you can manage to do it and if you're a little bit in a slump or if you're a bit soft start at the moment, I would say draw a line for yourself on a number of class, classes per week. That's the key, that's the starting point. Then start banking the wins and then start giving yourself something to improve on. A skill, a movement, a position, something that, that you can start showing yourself that the work is paying off because that's the the big ultimate encouragement. Okay, that's, that's momentum. Go and get it for yourselves. Um, we're gonna move on to some recommendations so um we've been all reading watching listening different things um amy have you got anything for people today
2: um so i listen to a podcast called two hot takes and they basically read reddit stories and it's always just like a bit of drama like there'll be like um there'll be one episode and it'll be all like wedding drama and it's just like all these drama that happens at weddings like all over the world people write in stories and they read them out
1: is this uh, Irish?
2: Uh, no they're from the girl who does it is from America but um, so she'll like go onto the Reddit app and they have their own like they have a if you have the Reddit app they have a two hot takes subreddit tread and you can go on there and read all the stories, and um and they just
1: give her opinion on it,
2: yeah, like they just like they have like debate like she has a guest on every week, and they like debate over the like person's story that they've written in, so like I don't know it could be something like, am I the asshole for like wearing white to a wedding like that would be like right, one example, okay. and then they just argue back and forth about it, but like usually they're more like scandalous stories and stuff like that, so like someone so are, how
1: long is an episode?
2: Oh, they're like two hours long, oh and they God. come out once a week, so I wait all week for this and then i chip away at it during the week um, and i just think it's so good because i just love the. I, l- I love a bit of drama that i'm not involved in you know it's <laughs> nothing to do with me but i can like listen from afar and just enjoy a little bit of it so <laughs> it is good so if you're into that sort of stuff um, it's on spotify two hot takes
1: two hot takes yeah. elaine have you ever listened to that
2: absolutely not
0: <laughs> amy come on there's so many other things that you could be
2: listening to. Elaine loves a bit of drama. Don't lie now. I send you a good episode and you should listen to it. And Jane, I'll send you a good episode as well. I can't, oh. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll share it on my story. Okay. Re- recommend an L episode for us on your stories. It, yeah, okay.
1: So watch out for Amy and the new episode. So, Elaine you're next anything to recommend
0: um so i i'll be honest i don't watch a lot of television but at the over the last i think i've been watching now for a month trying to get through it is i've been watching only murders in the building and um, it's so good you and miguel had told me about it a few weeks ago and um, so it's an american comedy um, series and steve martin and martin short are in it and selena gomez if amy tells you about it she'll go selena gomez is in it she didn't know who the other two lads are When I was
1: like, when I was like eight, Martin Short was my favorite actor. Oh, he's such a legend! I think was it the Three Amigos he was in back in the eighties. He was. This is I am aging myself, but Martin Short was. Like as a kid, he was so funny.
0: whether as I know him from like probably more '90s stuff, like Father the Bride and oh, yeah, um, yeah. the Santa Claus, and oh, he was in loads of stuff. Ah, oh, Amy. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so they're two comedy legends essentially, and then Selena Gomez is just totally different to um, but her, her comedy in this is really good. She's real dry in her this delivery. Is,
1: this has been out a couple of years, right?
0: Is it? I have not. Well,
1: because but I think it's a two years or something but uh, it's only recently the last few weeks I'm hearing a lot of people
0: talking about it, it and seems it must be, be because f- the new season has come out because there's right. now three seasons so I've been able to now I'm in the middle of season three so I have watched one and two but it's kind of a whodunit um, style uh, so someone gets murdered in the building but it's comedy I guess with the it's two comedy comedians. yeah and like the cast okay so in the first episode there's like Sting um, obviously Steve Martin Martin Short um, and then as you go through the seasons Cara Delevingne is in it Meryl Streep uh, Amy Ryan from The Office Uh, remember uh, Michael's wife or Mark Holly oh like she's brilliant in it but also they're absolutely mad like the situations they get themselves into it's it's hilarious it's funny it's really funny it's really light-hearted and you're just constantly going oh it was definitely him and then by the end of the episode like oh it wasn't him oh it was definitely them so it's just a bit of fun and the scenarios they get themselves into is hilarious okay and i just love new york to me new york is just like a movie like like it's just and it's in this really old building, the Arcadia, and just just loads of random old actors walking Here, around. Where
1: is it, where is it on is it Netflix? Disney.
0: Disney. Oh, it's on highly, Disney. highly recommend.
1: Okay, daily. So we can. So give me the name. Only murders in the in building? building. Yeah. Okay, daily. Okay, I'm gonna recommend uh, a book, but I'm gonna recommend three books. It's a trilogy of books. These are my favorite books ever. And if you're into a bit of fiction, this is like literally my favorite. So John le Carré writes books and they're spy novels, right? Old school Cold War stuff. And this guy, the two of them are looking at me like I've got 10 heads now. I've got, uh, but this guy was like a spy himself. So they're really authentically written. And there's uh, a series of them called the Carla Trilogy. Three books called, you'll know the first one, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. You've never heard of it? No, come on was a movie a few years have they, ago i
2: was gonna say have they made this into a movie yes okay i might watch that I tinker taylor book, soldier
1: spy Never watch the it. movie even all right so that that came out just a few years ago and then the second one's the honorable Schoolboy, and then the third one smiley's people i'm reading that one at the moment fucking blow your head off so good it's so well written like the best written books i've ever read amazing so if you're into a spy trailer go and get it Okay, that's the recommendations. I'll, I'm not gonna. Sh- I'll, you want to see the reactions here? They're like
0: we have nothing to give. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. we have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. If I'm so sorry. Isn't.
1: I'm so sorry. So we've got. Um, we're, we're nearly there, crew. We've got some shout outs to do. Amy, you've got a shout out this week.
2: Oh yeah. Um. So I wanted to give a shout. Uh, shout out to Tony Kyo. He's one of my uh, half nine crew Uh, and uh like a week or two ago i gave the whole uh the whole half nine half twelve half four crew a chat about consistency and finding some consistency because then we'll get the momentum and then we'll all carry through as like a team rather than individuals and uh tony had been struggling with his consistency he went on like a really long holiday in the summer and he came back and he kind of said that he'd kind of fell out of love with training and so he's been in like every day now since then and like say even today he couldn't make it to his regular slot so he came in at half six this morning did my class then so he's really after refining his consistency with his training um so yeah i just was really impressed and i wanted to give him a little shout yeah. out so well done tony and
1: tony's been around for years one yeah. of the best judges i feel 150 every year Oh yeah. he's an amazing judge he was as on well. my team he was really good yeah he, he
2: really got in the zone
1: yeah and uh loves his weightlifting as well got you know got really into that competed uh, a few times on the platform so deadly to hear that he's back on his yeah. on his vibe. I suppose we all go through those those slumps. Okay, um, right. Overrated, underrated. Amy, you know how it works. Yeah, one okay, word. One word. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna start off with mental maths.
2: Oh no! This was we didn't say one word for this, did we not? <laughs> um. That
1: That's six <laughs> words already. It's
2: underrated. it's underrated, but I don't do it myself, so it's underrated.
1: Is it? Well done at one word. Okay. Great job. Great
2: job. <laughs> Thanks for, for that, Amy. Elaine. <laughs> underrated.
1: I'm going to say underrated as well and then call bullshit on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you can't say underrated and then say you don't do it.
2: Okay, so it's an underrated skill. Like, I should be able to do this. But, like, like even me and Jose were counting the cans of rain downstairs And we had to add, like, 7 to 15. And I was like, hold on. Let me take my calculator out here. I was like, I don't want to get this wrong. Because, like, you don't... Did you Google it or
1: use the calculator? No, I
2: used the calculator. But, like, as soon as you leave primary school, you're handed a calculator and you never do maths in your head ever again. Like, ever again. So that's the problem. It's not us. It's the skill system. It's the system.
0: (laughs) system. I am the same as Amy. So it's an underrated skill. Therefore, I say underrated. However, do I do it? No. I literally Google what is 15% of... 75 kilos Or Whenever I'm doing my percentages Down in class And someone's like Oh what's 50 Where I was like Oh you have to do around 85% and They're like What's 85% of And I just ask Google What is 85 I haven't a clue Haven't a clue What is 85 You don't know how to use of? A
1: calculator bit
0: Well like But I don't know The maths for it <laughs> Like Like To me that's mental maths If you're like So to get 85% of something, I think you divide by 100 And multiply by 85 I don't know. So, one or the other. Anyhow, it's an underrated skill. Do I do it? No. Wish I could. Like, like, see in class, if I'm counting intervals, I have to use my fingers. Like, the mental maths, it's just not my thing. I did get an A in my leave cert in what's not honours, the other one?
1: In ordinary level maths. In ordinary
0: level. Like, I really was good at ordinary level maths. But that next but level, with, with was too much for me. And I had the calculator. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. You
2: know, my dad's actually so good at this. He gave him like 12 numbers and he's just like, bang, answer. And then I'm like, are you sure? And I'll do it on my calculator and it'll always be right. So, they
1: yeah, I, I actually enjoy mental math. I'd I actually prefer, even if I'm slower, to do it. I, oh, let, let me figure this out. I take it as a little yeah. challenge. I really yeah. enjoy it. And I do think I'm good at it. So, therefore, it's one of those little smug skills that I think I've, I've got. I do find myself reaching for a calculator from time to time and I have to give myself a slap on the wrist. "Not work the fucking thing out. It's a life skill, no?
0: It is a life skill, but it's really tough. Okay. Me and Hannah were counting wall balls yesterday and like that we had to get the count, cal- And we counted, we, we figured out what? how many there was. And then we had to figure out how many of each there was. And we just kept, look, we were there for about six minutes counting. There was only 17 wall balls. There was 18, we kept missing one. So yeah, it just, just, just not a good skill. No, I'm terrible. Okay. I'd see in a workout. I video all my workouts because I have to go back and count my reps. I always do too many because I have to make sure that I've done enough reps. So do you. So counting is a problem.
1: Counting is a problem. Okay. Yeah, you're not, you're not a numbers person.
0: I am not a numbers okay, person.
1: Okay, I can see that. OK, OK, right. We've got one more to do, lads. Overrated, underrated. Now, Amy, let's see how we get on this time. Reunion concerts.
2: Underrated overrated
1: i'm gonna say underrated so amy that was a pretty definitive answer
2: um yeah well i kind of have to so last the last one you asked me i said the wrong answer because i do the opposite way so i have to say what i'm doing this time so i'm saying underrated because i actually am going to a reunion concert next week i'm going to see jls and oh, i actually yeah. cannot <laughs> wait i am so excited they were on the x factor when i was eight i think i think it was in like 2009 you were eight? yeah i think it was 2009 <laughs> so i was eight and uh when the tickets came out i was like to my mom and dad I was like you have to get me these for my birthday um so i'm actually buzzing for that concert so excited so underrated
1: i mean, you're shaking your head
0: I just forget how young you are sometimes like i was definitely old when they were on the x factor yeah. like definitely i was old. An adult, like. You were, you were definitely an adult <laughs> i think i was nearly an adult, I <laughs> an
2: adult. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i said to jamie you've always been an adult like, well. i can't imagine jamie as a child like <laughs> you just came out as an adult <laughs> <laughs> we should do a podcast that's someday how old and jamie. dull i am yeah. oh my
1: god okay
0: so underrated like i'm more thinking of the no, overrated. I said overrated. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, like, remember, Five was doing a reunion tour there, and there was two of them in it. <laughs> like, you can't have a reunion concert. Call yourself five, and then there's two of you there. Or S Club Seven. There was S Club Three of them going round. Or <laughs> what else? Well, I think
1: they need to stop calling their names by yes. the fucking numbers. So
0: si- numbers, yeah. The number part really does give it away. Or like Atomic Kitten. There, there was about six different variations of who Atomic Kitten were. Yeah, but I think the problem here is that you've just named three of the shittest bands I that's ever know. fucking <laughs> existed. Of course, that's, that's shit. what I'm thinking about of reunion bands. Who, who else? What about uh, the two? the ones that melded together um, um s- boys, life. boys life west life and boys oh. own like what a load of shit just give it up you are done you are over a, that was a great rant Leave i, I appreciate it the rant. thanks
1: bye <laughs> i always think reunion concerts is an opportunity to re-experience something that you might have missed mm. so say if like i only said here a couple of weeks ago like paul mccartney might be a, a think because the Beatles is my, a recent thing for me. I'm like, oh my God, I just discovered how good they are. Like, if if the Beatles could get back together. Obviously, they can't. It would be... <laughs> call themselves the Beast. <laughs> 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 the Beatle, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, I, yeah. So, I think of it like with some of the great bands that you'll never get to see. If they got back together, you might think. Like, I never got to see daft punk in paris and then they stopped but imagine they got back together and then there was a, a gig and you could go and see daft punk in paris but
2: daft punk still do make songs now they hey, did sure. that one blurred lines a few years ago did they not With your that's, but a lot.
1: few years ago means that
2: this was like in the last 10 years
1: yeah yeah, yeah but stopped, but yes. Yes. but since oh, then okay <laughs> yeah but they've stopped right okay. so if they got back together at some point then that would be like oh that's amazing it's a chance to see something that you think is gone but then there is that part of the back of my mind going are they just cashing in? Is this going to be just mm-hmm. like a showing up, rolling out the old hits, and you're one of the fucking idiots paying the money and kind of, you know, maybe the original vibe and energy of the band is part of what the thing is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sure, you can tell us when you see JLS. Like I'm
2: you're so excited. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm living out a childhood dream here, going to see them, because I was so young at the time. So I didn't actually properly, probably experience it. Maybe I'll go and they'd be shy. I and probably I guarantee it. And I only they were eight. Well, like, they won't be singing They will be singing live, Elaine. Why wouldn't they be? They're going to be dancing and everything.
1: Do you think they were singing live back in the day?
2: (laughs) Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. I'd say they were.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear about JLS.
0: I'm trying to think of someone that I'd love to see if they got back together, but I just... You can't think of anyone? I can't think of anyone. I'd love to see Eminem. I missed him back in the day when he was supposed to go to Slane. But he... I know he's one person, so So it's not really a reunion. I then, know. Is it? Just if he would just come back, please, that would be great. And do slaying. One direction, no.
1: Oh no. my lord. Let's stop this madness. Let's leave it there for today, Les. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: do do, 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 do. <laughs>